Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Um, welcome back to another episode of BG Google Podcast because we are black, global, and local. And this is your girl, Fatu. I'm so excited to be here with my co-host, Morungi. Hey, guys. This is Morungi. Thank you for joining us once again on the Big Local Podcast. Remember to subscribe on our YouTube channel, follow mm. us on Anchor and SoundCloud, and comment, like, and share. Yes. So today, this is like a part two to the podcast that we did before. Uh, before we talked about you know traveling, where I want to go, where we want mm-hmm. to go, where we want to go there. But now mm-hmm. we're going to tell us we're going to tell you a few stories about our travel tales. Mm-hmm. After that, we'll give you some tips on traveling better. We are not travel agents. No, we not. <laughs> but we've learned a few things here and there that I would like to share with you. I mean. Mm-hmm. Soon we'll be able to travel, hopefully, constantly praying. Soon we'll all be able to travel once again. Yeah. So, yes, I'll start with you. Mm-hmm. My story. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what has been your experience traveling? What have been, like, some of the tough things or the good things, especially as Africans? Huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, as Africans, first of all, one disadvantage we have while traveling is that we need to get visas in most countries. So um, getting a visa can be troublesome sometimes, can be hard, can be a little bit hectic. Being a student is usually easy when you have scholarship also. When the financial background a little bit is is, is a little bit strong. So I would say while traveling, like if you have a good financial background, also a good reason while you're traveling, especially if it's just for vacation, visa will be okay will, you will get the visa just that it will take a little bit of time applying going to the embassies and stuff so that's, that's the only hard part about that so and we last episode we talked about getting visas within africa also um me being from west africa i don't need to but outside of africa other places i think i might need to get a visa with those Mm-hmm. But I don't think it will be hard. I think it's just the process of getting to the visa. But I don't think it will be you will get a rejection for no reason or something like that, that or being treated unfairly. Um, well, so, yeah. I'd like to disagree mm-hmm. on that. Um, really? Because, uh, okay. We've had very many stories whereby people have been, you know, they're not given visas simply because they are black or simply because they are African. Oh. You know, you'll hear different stories on different forums and mm-hmm. uh, for me i've experienced like an, an unfair treatment you know when we're you know when i first came to japan uh the following summer me and my friend were like you know what let's go to europe mm-hmm. yeah so we did everything we booked flights we booked um hotels you know we had all our documents ready we had uh the the scholarship the document to show that we are students and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I went to this embassy. I, I I submitted the documents, everything, like all the documents they needed. We submit. I submitted the schedule of what I was going to do while I was in Europe. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, from my perspective, everything was in line. So when I reached there, they asked me, uh, you know, where's your bank statement? I was like, oh, but uh, the bank statement wasn't part of the the documents that were asked for. I also know that the embassies have a right to ask you for extra documents. Mm. I know that. Yes. Uh, but uh, how they said it was what got me 
angry and I thought to myself this is an unfair treatment because the people before me mm-hmm. were we more or less had the same documentation and stuff mm-hmm. and I not asked for extra documentation I was asked for extra documentation and to make it worse while the lady at the front desk was you know asking a few questions mm-hmm. she went inside to call her supervisor or boss and then the lady asked I remember she vividly asked which country is she from? Then the lady checked my passport and she says Uganda. And the lady did this. She just said no. Oh. Right there and then. For no apparent reason apart from the fact that maybe I'm African. The lady wow. said no. Well, luckily there wasn't they didn't stamp a rejection in my in my passport. They just gave me back my documents. I remember I left that particular embassy like feeling so so bad I'm like, wow. really? i mean i have all the documents i have shown you that i'm not going to disappear in europe i'm just going for vacation with my friends and and that's it i'm coming back i have a whole lot more to lose if i stayed in europe mm-hmm. right true so well that, that, think- that for me was my experience and then also my friend the one that i was traveling with Mm-hmm. They kept tossing her up and down, up and down, without even telling her the reason. I would tell her, okay, bring this document. She would take it. Uh, bring this document. She would take it. What about this document? Until she was like, you guys are just playing with me. Because True. she would be there. There would be other people coming with half the documents she has. They would stand, they would give them the visas and all. But for her, she's also Ugandan, but for her, they were not giving her, they were not even giving her an explanation as to why they were not giving her the visa, you know. That's different. If you tell until she was like, you guys, I think now you're just being racist. Why are you not giving me? You know, she had to come out and be strong and tell, call them out on their bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, after some time, they told her, you know, I think the schedule you have is wrong. Do you even know how the map of Europe looks like? She's like, are you kidding me? This is the reason why you've hesitated to give me the visa yeah. really mm. so such petty reasons i think as africans we are profiled true very very hard yeah we are given unfair treatment mm-hmm. and not just uh for visas and stuff but also at check-ins you know when they say random check-ins it is never random check-ins. i guess we had this i had this story with you guys <laughs> when i traveled with you guys i think it was in malaysia malaysia all of us we were together. We all got a baggage together. And then they picked me. They were like, you come here. Let's check your bag. I'm like. And after they checked my bag, as I was going out, they're like, one other security came to me. was like, oh, can I get check your passport? They were like, okay, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm in Japan. I studied there. And when they saw my Japanese residence card, that's when they left me to, to, to leave and then get into their country. I didn't understand why. And just to give a little bit of background to this story, there was Fatu from the Gambia, there was me from Uganda, and another Ugandan friend of ours, and mm-hmm. there was another friend from Kenya, right? So I, I think they have levels to this. Against West Africans or something? I do not know, but it was only Fatu who was stopped. <laughs> it was only me. I think there are levels to this levels because to this. other African countries have higher perks, and for me, other Africans have lower, maybe. But I felt like I was, it was just a little bit like, why, why was I the one chosen 
Because I don't think I had any guilty face in my, any guilty expression on my face or anything like that. Yeah. And another time was when I traveled to South Korea. Um, I was to go with a friend from Sudan, but she came late. So I traveled alone on the flight by myself. So when I reached the security check, they were like, oh, you wait over there. After they checked my 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 cards and my my passport and the visa and everything, I had the visa and everything, mm-hmm. and I had to wait for a long time until every every passenger that has been that has passed through that I came with the flight on, they already left the security checks and they were like, "Oh, where are you staying?" I'm like, "This is where I'm staying. This is the address I'm staying." You're like, "Oh, you have to call that person." So I had to get the number of the person for the Airbnb to call them. And tell them, okay, this person has already booked this place and she's gonna stay here. It was, and then finally, for no reason, one of the guys just came. I was like, oh, you in Japan? I'm like, yes. I was like, oh, I've been to Japan before. It was like, oh, and then he was, he was like, oh, you're a student? I'm like, yes. I was like, okay, you can go for no reason, just like that. Like, they didn't keep me there at the, at the, at the, at the security check for no reason. They just, Maybe because I'm black and they didn't understand why I'm that black in Asia. Different. Why I'm black in Asia, they didn't understand that. And yeah, it it was it was a bad feeling. But you know, I was like, okay, well, I think I think traveling like people should be um, treated based on their merits or yes. their individually. Yeah, individually. what they have, what they have with regards to your documents and. How they are with the guys the passport, not made, because of if you meet the requirements. Why should I be treated differently? Actually, exactly. reminds me, uh, I was doing transit in Hong Kong the mm-hmm. time I was going to Europe, and uh, they checked my documents and then they told me to wait. Well, for this one, you know, it was a genuine thing, but you know, they didn't let me proceed to the next level, they made me, um, what's the word? They had they they told me to change my flight details. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's a there's a small problem that I don't quite remember. They 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 told me to change a few things so that they let me go to the next level. You know, there are times like that when genuinely, you know, there's small issues here and there, right? Yeah. But then, when I was traveling to Hong Kong, this time I wasn't doing transit. I was actually traveling to Hong Kong with mm-hmm. my best friend. And then, you know, they we were lining up to get to the immigration. Mm-hmm. The guy came from all the way that side. He called me out while I was in the line. He just called oh me out. He said, you, come. And then they took me. I was like, uh, I'm not alone. Uh, well... He doesn't look very African, so so for oh. him, I think I'm going to let him through. I'm like, no, I'm with him. So, uh, they they called us both mm-hmm. some back back room office, uh huh. And then the most amazing thing is that there was about six, seven of us, and we're all black. Oh my god, we're all black. I don't know if the other guys were from the black Americans or something. I because uh-huh. at that point I was like, where are they? You know, I mean, I, I, everything we have checked out. We have all the documents that we need to get here. Uh-huh. So they made us sit in that room for like an hour, and then finally they called us. They checked our documents, and I think the guy saw nothing wrong with our documents. So he got my passport, and he said, 
I see you've been traveling almost every year. What do you do? What is your business traveling all over the place? You've been to Europe, you've been here. Why are you traveling all over the place? I'm like, eh, eh, is, is it a crime? Problem? Is, like, it is it a crime, crime to travel? To travel? I like to travel, like, but you've been moving in and out of the country. I say you've been to this country three times. You've been to this one. I'm like, yeah, I like to travel, and it's summer vacation. That is what students do. They travel during summer vacation, you know? It's like, no, this is not right. You must be doing some other kind of business. So my best friend was like, listen, I also travel. You see, this is my passport. I also travel a lot when I get time. It's just that we like traveling, and when we get the opportunity, we travel. He said, no, this is not right. I was like, as I sat there and waited, I was boiling. I was angry because I knew I hadn't been stopped for a genuine reason. I was mm-hmm. stopped simply because I was black or simply because I am African. Anyway, after some time, I think they moved around. They moved our papers to some guy in even a back, a back corner somewhere. After that, they gave us our documents. Like after one and a half hours of just sitting there and doing nothing. Then we finally checked checked out whether mm-hmm. we went to immigration we got our baggage as we were moving out another lady uh, a police officer was like you come here wait i told her i am not coming i have been up there for almost one and a half hours you are racist the reason you're stopping me is because wow. i am black i was like mm-hmm. i'm not stopping and i walked she was like no i didn't say that i'm not stopping i was like no you're stopping me because i'm black i'm that's, that's true most definitely and then she, she left me she felt embarrassed because there were like other people I was like no no there's no way i'm going to be stopped again this is this is utter nonsense you know it's for real and then for other countries you go to for example I, i've been to the philippines many times and they're so happy to see you you know they're like oh mm. hi where are you from oh can't mm. really nice sri lanka they were very excited they're like oh uganda you know i think i have a cousin or two in uganda you know mm. so not all countries will profile you mm-hmm. not all countries will treat you wrongly but a majority will treat you unfairly because you're black first of all because you're black and when you're african it's even worse you know it is it is i mean the profiling thing it's the profiling thing it's um it's real there's some countries that are good some countries that are actually very welcoming Mm -hmm. but like i mentioned like people have to be treated individually in their own ways yes i remember the first time i went to the u.s not the first time, maybe the second, second time I went to the U.S. I was from Taiwan going to the U.S. And when I get to the border, they actually, like, singles me. They're like, oh, you come here. Americans, they were like, okay, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from the Gambia. What do you do in Taiwan? I'm like, study. They were like, you studied there. They couldn't believe I'm studying in, in a country in Asia. I'm like, yes, what? I am studying there. I had to show them my student ID. And I told them, this is my student ID. This is actually my scholarship, my scholarship certificate to tell them I have a full scholarship. Like, come on, I got a visa with all the right things to apply right. to. So if I come to the border and I show you all my documents, why can't you just treat me like the way I'm treat- like my documents? Like, why would you think otherwise? Why would you even question that I am actually studying in a country in Asia? Like, it does not make sense for me. So You know, when we're in Paris... My friend, because uh, when we're doing our Euro trip, uh, mm-hmm. 
after our Paris journey, I decided to go to the Netherlands and she decided mm-hmm. to go to Austria. So when she was traveling to to the airport, when she finally got off the train and mm-hmm. uh, she was getting into the airport, a police officer literally ran after her. Literally ran after her. I think he was, you know, monitoring and thing. And then he saw her from a distance. And he literally ran after her and told her, come. She's like, yeah. Like, where's your train ticket to show that you actually got onto the train? She was like, huh? She's like, where's your train ticket? She's like, but I already passed through. That means I paid, you know? It's like, no, where's your train ticket? If you don't show me your train ticket, I'm going to take you to prison for, I don't know, doing what, blah, 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 blah. She's like, but. I don't understand this, you know? So after a struggle, the guy told her, okay, give me five euros. I don't know if it was five or 10 euros and I'll let you go. No way. Yes, yes way. <laughs> oh my God, I never thought I'll hear something like this. Oh God. She had to pay, she had to pay money for that guy to let her go. Can you imagine? Yet she had gotten into the train, gotten the ticket, exited the train she was going to check in and that is what happened a lot of, a lot of africans don't understand why we should all be put in a box for me that is my problem that is the point other people other races as in other nationalities do the same thing true but, but the pressure is hardest on us yeah most definitely i agree us i mean even when i was transiting through china of course at first they they stopped me put me in a room once again and checked my documentation then when i was walking out to move to the next terminal a random guy may have a feeling who was even a cleaner Mm -hmm. he stopped me and said where are your documents where are you from where are you going i was like my friend they just checked my things. They just checked my things and I'm not going to show you any other documents. I've just been let out of a room a few minutes ago. And then he felt shy and he let me go. So such, 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 such nonsense. For me, for me, my best experience was with regards to China. I had a good experience in Taiwan. They let me in so easily. I just went, I just showed them where I'm going. And it was so easy, like, I was transiting. I wasn't even going to China. I was (laughs) transiting. That is the funny part, you know? So, Mm. I don't know what we can do as Africans, but I don't think it's, like, I don't think individuals, we can do so much to do something about the ties they have with these countries. Because, I mean, that's how how everything else works. Policy and blah, blah, blah. Mm. You know? So with, with all these problems, what do you think are some of the tips um, that you can give to Africans for better travel, um, what they can do? For me, I mean, one thing is to, like, let's comply, yeah? Try to comply. When someone says, bring out your train ticket, just give it to them. Or if you throw it, just tell them, I just threw it over there. Let's go check it out or something like that. Comply and just be calm, yeah? Be patient. It's something that's kind of uncomfortable and it's not right at all. Mm-hmm. But one thing you can do is comply and just let, give them what they needed so that they would have a reason to keep you there longer. I think. What are some of the well, tips? Have your documents at the ready. Like, have 
all the documents you need at the ready you know true true and uh yeah and be confident don't feel like don't shrink yourself Uh but be confident without as you said without (laughs) wanting to bust me i think i've had a bit of a problem because I'm like, no, you guys are treating me unfairly because of this. And I tell it to their faces. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. Just have all your documents at the ready and be calm. Actually, have hard copies, by the way. Move with hard copies. Leave alone the soft copies. One, one thing. Copies. One. I think also we should need we use we need to use more reliable uh booking agencies. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. Some of them might be pricey, but if you really don't want to get a lot of hassle and stuff, usually uh-huh. if you have a reputable booking agency, they might let you off a lot easily. But you mean booking for flights or? Uh, booking for flights, even hotels. Okay. Yes, because sometimes when you do it by yourself, because uh-huh. I mean, it's cheaper to do it by yourself. But uh-huh. if you can afford it, get a good booking agency. But if you're doing it by yourself, um, you know, beware of things, for example, like uh, ratings on some places. No, those things are not right. You know, people have, uh, people are given money to boost ratings of some of these areas. Now, this is not mm-hmm. really about traveling and visa, but when you, housing. Mm-hmm. Remember that time we went to that place in, you know, in Indonesia? I know, right? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually like, it, that place was not even cheap. It was just that, like, the way they they advertised it, it looked nice, but it wasn't in real life, yeah? So, also, try to... Cheap is not always best. Like, no. get the most... So research the area. Research the place. How it is the place. How... how uh, Is it safe before you actually book a place to go to? And how close is it to the destinations that you want to go to? That's something important. And also beware of fraudsters, you know. Mm -hmm. Be very sharp. You know, you might think, ah, I'm going to this place. There's fraudsters in Europe. I'm sure there's fraudsters in Dubai. There's fraudsters everywhere. everywhere. So you also need to be very, very aware, you know. And when you travel, you know, your documentation, you need to keep it in a safe place. I don't know if all the safety boxes in all those places are legit. Uh, uh, but you true. have to, like, the time uh, I was traveling, I, I decided to do a train trip from um, from Milan to to Paris. Uh-huh. And I me experience how these European trains work. So I got onto the train. So I didn't know the train, some of them are, like, one gender some of them mm-hmm. are mixed so you might be in a cubicle like six beds or four beds you might be sleeping with some other two three guys you need to be aware of that now oh. for me in my case i didn't know about this but thank god the cubicle was in it was in a mixed uh mixed car <laughs> i didn't even know and luckily when i got in there was two other ladies and i think okay. there was two gentlemen and then me, and I think another lady. But it was shocking because I was seated, and then I see a guy come in. I was like, oh my, oh, oh my yeah. God, this thing is yeah. mixed. So things like that, you need to research a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And also on those trains, sometimes, you know, Europe, moving in Europe is a little bit tricky. I personally, I would advise that you have your documents. You literally have to sleep with your documents. Most definitely. In a small bag, like, 
on you like this hmm? <laughs> because someone might come and run away with your passport yeah and then what you're going to get thrown into jail for not having documents yeah, yeah so you need to take very good one care. other tip is like don't put your money in one place separate your money <laughs> i i i put my money sometimes in my a little bit of my bag sometimes in another bag sometimes in another document and i sometimes even some of my clothes that i pack so people will never guess where i put my money you will never guess because it's in different places because if you lose one thing at least you have a backup for the other side so yeah don't put one thing in and also when you go out to buy things don't take out your money all out like that anything <laughs> just try to blend in with the people don't be out there looking all fancy and stuff you might be a target you right. might be a target. for money the other tip I'd give for example if you're doing if you're doing like say a southeast asia trip well mm-hmm. fine for europe they all use euros so mm-hmm. that is actually good mm-hmm. but if you're doing like southeast asia they all have different currencies if you've been in country a and they use country a currency mm-hmm. when you're living exchange that currency from that country like exchange and either get dollars or get the currency of the country you're going to next. True, true. Because we had a hard time when we were moving from one country to another and we had currency from the other country. It mm-hmm. was like we lost a bit of money. Some of it we just had to like be like, okay, you know what? There's nothing I can do about this. True, so when you're moving true. to another country, leave the money, leave them with their money. Okay, I mean these are good tips actually. I learned something from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank you guys for listening today. Um, I guess um today we dropped a little bit of gems uh, with regards to traveling and tell us a little bit and we told you guys about ourselves and what we have gone through while traveling some of the mm-hmm. problems and challenges that we faced while traveling so hopefully um, you had a good episode in this podcast um yeah thank you all for listening thank you guys don't forget to subscribe comment like share and follow us on anchor and mm-hmm. soundcloud stay well till next time bye bye